What the hell we got here? Some kind of public access show or something? DPS Report! everybody and welcome to another installment of the tps reports podcast do, 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 do. bang bang and we're back we are back from our little run on the road well we were back last week but uh we took a week off apologies yeah, but we're needed. back yeah um i brought all the podcast shit with on the road and totally foresaw that happening but uh tight sketch busy men all right, yeah, we're, we're too busy having fun. We're back to work. We're too busy painting towns red. Yeah, we were we were at work with the blood of the innocent, ending our calendar year for bookings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it was it's been a banner twenty twenty three. I'm ready to pack it in. Yeah, dude, let's knock off early. Um, we actually did get back on that Moonrunners set, Woo! so we do have a, a thirty minute set at Moonrunners. I believe it's the Friday. Um, May fifth. I gotta. I gotta double check. I thought they said it was the the first night of it. Nice. I mean, I don't know if the first night's Friday or Saturday, but well, we should know this stuff. We should have known before we started saying it. But um, yeah. Shout out uh, our pal Jesse from Escape from the Zoo. Uh, they came to the Houston show uh, on the Badfish tour, and yes. we were, we're like, "Hey, we'll see you at Moonrunners." And we're like, "Actually, no." The homie. Uh, and somehow he pulled some strings and basically just like. Uh, forfeited some time of their set like dude you guys got to play so we're gonna um hop up and do some tracks so yes shout out them so it's only the sixth and the seventh so i assume okay. we're saturday may the 6th. 6th may 6th and it's uh i think it's late like uh after yeah. 10 o'clock yeah i think it's during the cejudo aljamain fight oh boohoo i didn't I even know that i didn't know uh <laughs> henry cejudo i thought he retired uh it was one of those like I'm gonna, came back. I'm gonna retire to try and like get more like what I'm right. worth, and Dana was like, "I don't care. Yeah, stay retired." <laughs> no, well, I'm not going even. over there. <laughs> <laughs> um, how's everybody doing out there? How are you guys? Uh, and while I'm mentioning the plugs early, so yeah, we got the Moonrunners set on the sixth, back locked, secured, um, and we're also doing a show with our pal James from Tropidelic and many <laughs> others in Cleveland. And that's what is that? Uh, June fourth. June fourth. June fourth. Uh, we have a show in Cleveland. So hey, look at that. We were talking on, uh, I think it was the last Patreon episode about how we uh, we lost our booking guy and we have no more shows. But look at that. Two already booked. Where's my booking guy? Just the beginning. Um, yeah. Shout out Bad Fish as well. And uh, let's not forget two player, two player music. Uh, it was a really fun five night run through, um, you know. Arkansas, Tulsa, and three cities in Texas. Oh, yeah. Good times. Minus Glass Cactus and uh, Grapevine. Goofy. Uh, but, yeah, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Badfish let us hop up, too. Like, they just... I like when bands will, will throw that offer out. Like, hey, you guys want to come up and rap? Puts us in this position, much like we were talking about uh, the no. Denton show. And just like... Oh, what am I going to do? Like They're going to do like a beatbox cypher at the end. I got to come up with something because, you know, we're not freestyling. No. Um, so, yeah, we. Uh, I just like to be able to jam Yo, with a band. It doesn't happen often. Palmer Squares and Bad Fish. I just ate a rad dish in the green room. Uh-huh. 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 
I said <laughs> hit a wall. I said green room. <laughs> um, yeah, that Grapevine show was something else. This goofy fucking venue that was like a ritzy Gaylord. Uh, yeah, it was in an area called like the Gaylord Complex or something. So it was a resort called the Gaylord Resort. Yes, it's actually, we should have where we belong and resort. I thought it was I'd a weird home. venue. Yes, I didn't like it. I feel like that close to Dallas, Texas, and we've had good shows in the Dallas, and you know we were just in the Denton area. Um, but yeah, this was like a tucked away little hotel. It seems like they don't really do. They've never had an act like us at that place. That's for sure. <laughs> Let me tell you, you guys, um, they never seen an act like the Palma Squeeze. But most importantly, no, we, it's like cover we, bands. It's a fancy restaurant in a casino resort. Right. It's like you're, there's a hotel upstairs. This is like the the banquet hall downstairs. It has a stage, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just right from the jump, like Badfish's set uh, or uh, sound check rather was clearly a headache from the time we got there and was like taking hours longer than usual. Yeah. Um, the ticket link said the wrong time. That was for the worst doors. part. We didn't know that until the day of, but it said that the doors were open at nine. That wasn't true. The so, doors were seven yeah. and we were off stage at nine. Like the vast the, majority of the fans we did draw got there right when we were done. Got there right. Which when is we were like done. insult to injury. It's like you put it in this goofy room and like, I don't know. Um, I guess they must have had the money to pay for the show because it's like, look at us. We're a ritzy place where you go and have like a yeah, they an were anniversary dinner. Free admission to anyone staying at their resort. So yeah. most of the crowd was like 60 plus. A real motley crew working the sound. Hawaiian shirts, yeah. 60 plus. One monitor on stage. Eating at a buffet upstairs. As we looked at seven unused <laughs> monitors like behind a curtain. We're like, can we use some of those? They're like, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> we're not over here. Those. Um, <coughs> I asked if I could move the monitor to the center because it was all tucked to the left, and they were like, "No." Yeah, perhaps. What are we doing? The most irritating of all elements at this show: big place, big resort, hotel attached. Yeah. No Wi-Fi. And the not, Bulls were not, had not, a play-in game. What am I doing here? Not no Wi-Fi. Refused to give us the Wi-Fi information. Yeah, it's confidential. So we huddled. In our green room watching the Bulls play on an iPhone. Yeah, well, they lost. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, this was another place where, like, uh, some, some venues, uh, they, they request a merch split. And I guess I sort of get it if you're, I don't know, Drake the fuck out or something, here. where it's like, hey, you know, we're giving you our facility here. Like, how about you fork yeah, over a percentage of the merch sale? cheeks and lick. Even then, I think, <laughs> even then, I think it's completely bullshit. We've had this before from the first tour we went on to the most recent one, and it's yeah. most venues don't do this shit. Um, Even artists when they keep one hundred percent. Yeah, they they usually don't ask at the end of the night. Well, when you're guys like us, you try at all they costs to skirt around it. what losers we are and go. I can't ask them for more money. Yeah, not that we really sold that much, anyways, especially at the the Glass Cactus show, but when you're on the road is like, I'm not even just going to say like starving artist, but like whatever level you're at, if you're yeah. lower than like, you don't ask a homeless guy for money, you give it to him. Right. Or at least, you know, you'd think they got enough on ticket sales and the money spent at the bar, right. you know, that this is what like, you know, they still pay the artists and all of that, but you hope it works out for them. And if it's an underattended show, then they might lose a little money. Yada, yada, yada. Anytime a venue is like 80, 20 split, we get 20% of your merch. It's like, no, I'm not giving you that. <laughs> What it means to me is I'm going to have to lie at the end of the night right. about what we sold. We just started playing <laughs> ping pong the last term, and he'll be like, I got to talk to Ack. And then they ask me, I'll be like, let me see if term sold anything. We just ping pong them. <laughs> <and laughs> yes, that's our, it, it works. It. it always works. But that's nuts to me. It's like, because you're not cleaning up. And even if you were, 
like I don't know if you if you did if you sold eighty thousand in merch to take twenty percent of that is like that's a lot of money. And if you're like us and you sell a hundred dollars in merch, eighty thousand to give to take twenty dollars out of the hundred that we made, like hey you guys the fucking Palmer Squares, give Dorks. us our give us our vig, <laughs> give us our cut. Hey tiny peen losers. <laughs> um, I just always have, have had a problem with that. So uh, yeah, to all the up and coming artists out there. Try at all costs to never give your merch money away. No, yeah. If there's two of you, when they ask, you say the other guy was selling merch, even if you were visibly the only they one. They don't know shit. Merch. These people don't, don't know shit. They don't. If you're a solo act, be like, I got to talk to my partner. Go out <laughs> yeah, the what back am I door. <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah, if you, if you sold whatever you sold, just say, I didn't sell anything. Uh, so, yeah, the, uh, the sound was not great. The, uh, they tried to, you know, we didn't end up having to split. We didn't sell barely shit anyways, but uh, they, you know, they give you the impression that they're going to try and collect your merch money at the end of the night. I'm like, fuck that. Uh, they also said like, you know, here's the guy's number if you want to order food. Or what. So a lot of times if it's not clear, like oh, yeah. um, free drinks or anything, I'll ask. I'll find the manager and be like, hey, do we get any comps at the bar, any drink tickets before we spend the money? Can I have things? Are, is there a percentage off of food? They were like, no. Is there drink tickets? They were like, no. It's like, oh, so you don't take care of artists at all. You don't give us any incentives. And then you try to take some of our merch money or something. Yes. There's a lot of venues that do that. And it, you know what? It pisses me right off. Um, but yeah, aside from that, you know, terrific tour. It, it, uh, it chaps my proverbial ass. We were at the uh, legendary Canes ballroom the night before. That was a lot of fun. That was like a highlight. Super highlight. Um, and, and super and, legendary. Let me tell you. Yeah. Bob Wills. Country legend. Um, and that was the place where the first, I guess we told this story on the podcast already, but right next door to it is the shittiest bar ever where we had the shittiest show ever. And there's always like this nice legendary ballroom right next door. And we got to actually be there, be on stage. And, uh, that was a really fun one. Yeah, Um, no. Um, as much as we cry about sucking, (laughs) uh, the proof is in the pudding. Every time we've come to Tulsa, we have gradually climbed the Tulsa ranks. Yeah to play at a better and better venue and now capping it with uh, the main stage at Kane's Ballroom. Yeah, we, we can't, can't act like that further. was us too. It's, you know, shout out to the acts that like, like Bad Fish and like Tropodelic that expose us to their larger audience in those cities where we don't have ballroom capacity turnouts, you know? No. Um, but yeah, it felt very cool to finally just like, I don't know, be playing some, some House of Blues and Kane's Ballroom stages yeah. and it was just like, yeah, I could get used to that. Gracing a stage um, uh, that Willie Nelson... Yeah, and like countless other legends, countless other legends, like Johnny Cash and shit, right? Like it's just like haven't like right. There's, all the country see, Tulsa legends. So we got to go under the stage and see the original stage, which was graced by the likes of Hank Williams, Bob Wills, yeah, perhaps Johnny Cash, Young Gravy, <laughs> Young Gravy, Fischau, <laughs> fucking on your mommy, fucking on your mother. Um, that's that's one thing we picked up a new impression on the road. So. Was he? <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was Santa Cruz, right? I was going to say... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The first time we heard of him. Yeah. He yes. was playing one of the... It was one of those occasions where we were playing a bar for 10 people, and next door was this line around the block, sold out show. Right. It wasn't Kane's, though. This was Santa Cruz. And yeah, it was uh, it was Young Gravy. And even back then, like back then, never heard of this guy. And never it's heard like, of There's this a sellout guy show before. from some rapper I've never heard of. Like, oh, that's a real kick to the old uh self-esteem to the old proverbial nuts that was like four or five (laughs) (laughs) i like misusing proverbial um so yeah it was and then that happened again on this tour you just hear this dude's name i don't know this guy he wasn't playing a sold out show next door but we got the first venue we went to in arkansas yeah the it's clearly a new place 
It's a nice and place. The window had like a decal of him performing like a sold out show. When there. I talked to the sound guy, he checked our sound and he seemed, he was a really nice guy and he seemed to really enjoy how we sounded, you know? Yeah. Um, and he was like, oh, you guys are perfect for this room. I'm looking at this giant, like, no, it's a not. big room it's in, em- in it's empty. Arkansas on a Wednesday, right? So I was just like, nah, we're, look, you're, you're giving us a little too much credit. We wouldn't pack this room. You're mistaking like, us for young gravy. Well, that's what, that's what kind of is the chap on the proverbial ass cheek is like, people see us and they go like, you guys, young gravy. Like they make this connection and I go like, all right, don't insult me. Not people, this guy. It's happened a couple times. It happened twice on this tour and it's happened. Yeah. In Santa Cruz years ago, people will be like, Hey, you know, young gravy sold this room out and be like, who the fuck is that? And it's a big room. The guy, the sound guy was showing me clips on his phone of young gravy packing this room, all the hands up in the air. And I'm like, I don't know shit about him. So I was like, Hey, good on him and stuff. But you know, on the road, there's a lot of driving city to city. So we queued up some young gravy. I finally got to hear what he sounds like. Another, uh, kick to the old self-esteem. Um, he sucks. Yeah. I was (laughs) like, uh, it's, we don't want to mince words here. It's, Thanks. We listened to a few songs and very quickly it got to a point where I said to you, shut it off. If I listen to any more, I'm going to quit. <laughs> I'm going to quit this. We still have His shows. His aim was to inspire me to quit. I, I'm, and it's like, the, it, I'm, I'm, it's working. It really does suck when you look it up and it's just like millions on millions of undisputed, untested views and support. <laughs> Uh, and then, yeah, we're like struggling to bring fucking a couple dozen people to a headlining show in Tulsa or something like that. Um, here, here's some young gravy. We're the latest guys to this. I'm sure everyone's gravy. already familiar with this fucking dude. Oh, of course. This is old news. It's called Mr. Clean. Yeah, dude, term wrapped on this with uh, the Tide shit <laughs> oh, years yeah, ago. Oh, yeah, It's a ripoff artist. Um... Roo-doodle-doodle. Doodle. I guess Roo-doodle I could have jumped to the lyrics. Yeah, use the whole thing. Oh, look. Watch the build-up, dude. Wait for the drop. Maybe make a splash like Pippin. Shit, that's nothing. Splash. Everybody splash. call me Big Splash. No, I ain't bluffing. I'm with your mom in the kitchen. Making blueberry muffins. It's just like, why? Why, do, why even try? Mr. Plain. Gravy while you flow so me. He like I'm epitomizes. Already I already want to quit. <laughs> You've been listening to fuck. Uh like my biggest thing when I approach rap music is because I, I don't I can't like harmonize terms the singer between the two of us, you know what I mean? So my voice I have this love-hate relationship with my voice where a lot of times I'm on that good cushioned alcohol. <laughs> I just like all I'm looking for is the right inflection. And it's like Young Gravy wipes his ass with that whole philosophy. Like, in, in fl- what? He wipes his ass <laughs> with his inflection. I love this guy. <laughs> um, so everything he says is just like, you know, Young Gravy got the cheese like pizza. It's like, that's good enough. Stamp it, ship it. It's good. Sign sealed, delivered. <laughs> I'm Young Gravy. Young Gravy got the sauce like pizza. Boom, two in a row. Young Gravy get dough like pizza. Young Gravy, your mom is my honey. I'm fucking on your mom. Young Gravy, get the bread, get the money. <laughs> Mr. Clean. Pull up with my whole damn team. Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean. Young Gravy got the drip like faucet. Yeah, I can't do this. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> I can't have fun. It's making me and you're mad. Like a pinhead. All my haters, they be skinheads. Pissed off because their wife is a sister. Pissed off because their wife is a sister. 
It's like try a little bit. A little if, bit. if I were going to rap, I'm telling Term to just try and be funny on the podcast. Try. <laughs> um, it's so hard. Yeah. You just like all my haters are skinheads. Like whatever it is, I would try to like deliver it with some sort of and just like all my haters even, are skinheads. What does it even mean? All my haters are skinheads. It's like if you don't like me, you're a racist. Young Gravy's not racist. Your wife is your sister. He's a, like a fucking sw- on your mother. He's a Swiss <laughs> white guy. Why is it racist to be a hater? Young Gravy just kissed. Hot damn. Hot damn. Splash. 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 If you got the beef, I turn your ass to smithereens. Uh, if you got the beef, I turn your ass to smithereens. Gravy, he be clean like some fucking Listerine. But I'll smooth it out like a jar of Vaseline. Listerine? Vaseline? This is K through five shit. What is this, designer? Um... So yeah, I, I would have to say we, between three and five hundred times while driving last week, fucking on your mother. That just we became just, our our impression. Yes, conversing in this uh, lack. There's always a line about fucking one's mom, which hey, gravy, no harm, no foul. Uh, cadence, yeah. Every every, but hey, no metaphor, no simile either. Fucking on your mother. Every song has a line about young your gravy, mom. and I fucked your mom. Because it's like white college guy music, which we thought we used to make, right? but we never did. <laughs> we were uh, as cringy as it is. It's less than this. That should be the name opinion. of our next album. As cringy as it is. Is like, we were like, quote unquote, like backpack rappers. Right. And, and regardless of how douchey it was, I'm not denying the so, doucheness. So like, it was bred out of like, a, we admired bars and with bar yeah, spitters. Gravy got the dough like bread. We admired fucking bar spitters and we were like, I want to do that someday. So uh, it's not so much the, the confusion and the hatred towards him, but it's like the 32 million people that, that yeah, it's like know, watch the video. The people that pack out these rooms in like Bumblefuck, Arkansas for this guy where it's like, is it a joke and we're not getting it? Or do people legitimately love these bars? Like as artists in the same genre, sadly, it's like, what are we? So we looked at our, what are we lacking here? The other day and 1% of our listeners, 18 and under (laughs) are 18 and under. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It used to be like, uh, and it was never that much, but I'd say our biggest demographic was the like 22 to 30 or whatever they're 34. I'm I'm willing to wager that 90% of his listeners are 18 and under. Yeah. Which is just a dumb demographic. Right. He's the king of the dumb shits. It's not, it's not even like being a hater. It's just, if you're, you're appealing mainly to a demographic with like their brains haven't formed fully. Messing with a MILF and her name, Charlene. And why would they be cultured to know that, like, there's better shit to go see and listen to than this? Dude, you sound like your wife's your sister, you fucking <laughs> racist hillbilly. <laughs> Mr. Clean. Gravy, why your flow so mean? So you get it. That's the gist. Why your flow so mean? Does that sound like a mean-ass so mean. flow? This is no. a mean-ass flow to you? It sounds like there's, like, there's no balls to it. Where is the inflection? No balls. Where's the one time where you just go, you go like, gravy like say something with a little mm. i want to kill this guy i want <laughs> right, to actually like kill him with my bare hands <laughs> there's gonna be an obit for gravy and then term's gonna miss that week on the pod <laughs> on the lamb <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't like it uh i mean we can want listen to some more if he's, you want. he's smooth as vaseline did you hear about designer you keep trying to second to designer <laughs> i'm doing a segue fuck up yo fuck up his desk <laughs> you feel me uh Gravy on probation, now I'm off probation. Hey, and I'm fucking with some Asians, hey. And I'm fucking with some Asians. And I'm fucking with hey. some Asians. I'm fucking on an Asian. My goodness. Gravy train. I said one thigh, two thigh, red thigh, blue thigh, gravy. 
so cold, bitch, I think I need a flu shot One thigh, two thigh, three thigh, four thigh Got your bitch in the kitchen, cooking up the pork chops One thigh, two thigh, red thigh, blue thigh Gravy so cold No shame, by the way, of using, like, uh, you know, words that we say, like, you know If you don't say thought in your, uh, casually or Ebonics like, Yeah He's did you show me a rhyme recently where you said something about the blicky, or did I make that up? You probably made that up. Do you, was, you haven't written a rhyme recently about a blicky, right? No, but I told you just I checking. had a rhyme that was like, uh, bogey, I'm bogey on the silver screen. I was, so that's, that's bogey? Like oh, Hen- Humphrey, Humphrey Bogart. Yeah. So that was the rhyme uh, scheme that I was, I was writing, and I was trying to do something about um, uh the shorties video skateboards from the 1990s fulfill the dream yeah shorty i fulfilled a dream bogey on the silver screen and i couldn't and you didn't say your blicky's clean i couldn't bring myself to say (laughs) shouty i fulfilled a dream gravy white your blicky's so clean shorty i fulfilled a dream i still think that's okay because it really has the uh the double entendre shouty the subtext you you gotta tweak it though to rhyme with bogey shouty shouty (laughs) i won't do it or Bogar, I don't know. There's a way I came up with other stuff, you know, <laughs> where, where I just I won't do yeah. shouty. All right, so designer, you keep trying to push his name in here. What am I? Gravy, I'm smooth as Vaseline. <laughs> I'm clean like Listerine, and I'm smooth as Vaseline. Designer is smooth as Vaseline on his flight home Clapping from Thailand. Those cheeks on your mother. Um, rapper designer charged with indecent exposure after allegedly masturbating. On an airplane. Hell yeah! Yeah! Does that count as the Mile High Club? Are you in the Mile High Club if you come in an airplane? Or does it have to be in someone? No, dude. Jerking off does not apply to the club. Damn. For sure. Have you ever jerked on a plane? No. I don't fly enough. To, or like, I've never taken a long enough flight where that would be like, like oh, I'm fiending. It's like, I don't know. I've only flown nationally. I Yeah, I can maybe count on... One hand with zero fingers. <laughs> How many times I've masturbated in public places like that? I knew a guy. I think I've told you this. A friend of ours, a mutual friend, uh, who went to high school with us and was like a hot high dude, school. yeah, like an athletic. Chicks loved him, and he told me that he would whack off in the bathroom in high school. And I was like, "That's pervier than like, this is way pervier." But a than bathroom me. in high school is less pervy because, first of all, high school. High school. school, pardon me. Uh, But that's like the- You're whacking off around kids, dude. You're just, you're whacking off every chance you get when you're like 16, you know? Yeah. Like you're discovering your dick in those years where it's just like- What is this? Yeah. So I get that more than an adult on like any any transportation. If you're on an Amtrak, if you're on an airplane, it's like wait till your destination to bust. This is the best part though. Uh- the panda rapper exposed his penis. Well, they have to call him the panda rapper. Well, exposed his he penis. <laughs> I guess he is. Uh, while in first class during a Delta flight last week, flight attendants noticed he was pleasuring himself and was told to stop multiple times. Eventually, he was asked to move to the back of the plane so he could be monitored by two people he was traveling with. I find that funny that he's in first oh, he class. Oh, yeah, they have chaperones. <laughs> and the chaperones are sitting in the Faperones. back. Chaperones. Of- nice. <laughs> Hell yeah! The faperones are sitting in the back of the plane while he's flying first class. Yeah. Come on, dude. What good is first class if my dudes can't sit? Um, the FBI affidavit perverted... Perv- wow. Whoa. I got mixed up. Take two. You the FBI affidavit pertaining to the incident said that a jar of Vaseline... 
Oh, there's a segue. Was found in the aisle of the plane. Tricking off with a jar of Vaseline. He was using Vaseline. <laughs> Designer got dick like a panda. Not just whacking off on a plane. He's lubing. But lubing up. Dude, I don't even really lube when I'm at home half the time. I do. 100% of your jerks are lubed. 90 plus. <laughs> so you know what it's like to mix it up with a dry guy? If I got to do like a quick one in the shower because there's people well, home you or need something. To then, in, in the shower is different because water is not lube. You need to squirt some, some lotion or something. Yeah, you got to whack with shampoo or some, something. I go condish personally. A little more silky smooth. Yeah. <laughs> I get you. But no, if I'm just like at home and I got to. I don't know. I can just grab my dick and get there. Sometimes I'll give it a good. Yeah, no. You, know? you lube it up when you got freedom. You're home alone. <laughs> No one's going to be around for a bit. What is this? When he spoke with the authorities upon landing in Minneapolis, designer alleged. Listen to this. This is what Allegedly they call, said he, quote, didn't really get much cootie. This is what the kids call Riz. What the fuck is Riz? You don't know what Riz is, dude? Wow. You got to listen to more Young Gravy. <laughs> young Gravy got the Riz like. Uh, that's like a like game to young kids I've nowadays. I've never heard that in my life. Yeah, because you're old. Do you, know, do you know what kids call like the number of... Uh, Women they smash a body count bodies, or do they just say bodies now? I'm not even now. This is the thing I learned years ago. It's, Catch up, it's dude. Your body Keep count. Up. I, I was there. I said it. <laughs> I just have to flip it on you. I, I know what Riz is. Do you even know what bodies are? If you got good Riz, you got a high body count, bro. <laughs> you know what cootie means? That's that's drip. He said he didn't get much cootie during his visit to Japan, according to legal documents. Designer told them he was quote brick hard. <laughs> uh, designer hard like a brick. He's just almost bricked up, man. When he got, I just picture him saying all this like, uh, like Boomhauer, you know, because that's how he talks. Uh, he said one of the flight attendants aroused him. I, she didn't arouse him. She just was a chick, and he was like, "Oh, she yeah. has tits. Where's my Vaseline?" Uh, one of the flight attendants aroused him, and he said he quote kind of showed her. Showed her uh, the magic stick as encouragement. Did he whip his cock out? Yes. And was stroking it with Vaseline. So wait, okay, I, I missed this. He didn't go to the bathroom? No, he was in his seat. Wow, I can't believe I, I didn't. <laughs> you <laughs> thought he was in the bathroom the whole time? He was whacking off me. in his first class seat look, with Vaseline. Look, Boomer doesn't know Riz. Yeah. Always assumes they go to the bathroom for exactly. a jerk. Exactly. That's nuts. Fucking Literally. 2000 late ass out of here. <laughs> During his interview with the <laughs> FBI, uh, he did not appear to be under the influence, although he did say he wasn't taking medication that was prescribed to him while in Thailand. So he wasn't so, on meds. He was off meds. Is that supposed to be a was, though? Is that a typo? What's that? Is it supposed to be he did say he was taking medication that was prescribed to him while in Thailand? That would make that sentence make Depending more sense. Depending on the meds. It might make it make sense because it's like if he's off his meds, that could be an influencing his crazy behavior if they're for like, I don't know, sex co- addiction, compulsion. I don't know what meds you'd go off of to make sex you have to capades. jerk it. Um, is it. Oh, he has an official statement. Oh, for, yeah. the, for the Lengthy. past few months, I have not been okay and I have been struggling to come to terms with what is going on. While overseas for a concert I performed at, I had to be admitted into a hospital. I was not thinking clearly. They gave me meds. And I had to hop on a plane home. I am ashamed so of my he actions. Says they gave me meds and I had to hop on a plane. Sounds like he was, he's claiming he was on meds. But the article's claiming he wasn't. And I if he was on the meds, maybe a little less Vaseline, maybe a little less Riz. Cootie? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm ashamed of my actions. A little less Vaseline and a little more action. <laughs> um, no, I think it's just a typo. I think he was on meds. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the journalists here. I'm gonna, they I'm have gonna, integrity. Gonna. They would have proofread this three, four, five times. <laughs> Right. I landed back uh, in the States and 
admitting myself in a facility to help me. What's the thing that he's... Because he's not saying it's sex addiction. He's saying, like, I got something wrong with my brain. Like, what is it? Are you bipolar? Yeah, and that this, means to you me, have to jerk it? reads like a cop-out. Mm, more like a flop-out. Um... More like his cocks out. (laughs) (laughs) Mental health is real, guys. Please pray for me. If you're not feeling like yourself, please get help. Designer. You know, it's like I got busted. I hope he gets the help he needs. uh, Just like high and stroking my dick on a plane. So the the cop out is to be like, mental health is real, guys. Please pray for me. What does that that even mean? (laughs) I stuck my dick in a jar of Vaseline in first class. Keep me in your thoughts and your prayers. Yeah, just vaguely say something about (laughs) mental health, and I guess you fucking clean, like wash your hands. See right through this bullshit, dude. Yeah, I'm not buying it. This is a cock out, cop out. Um, But I hope he gets the help he needs. You can't do that, dude. Yeah, I hope uh, (laughs) a flight finally jerks him off like he wants. Oh, brick hard. Like, did he think she was going to lean over and start whacking him? In his seat, in front of everyone, like a porno? Right. She didn't do anything to arouse him. She was probably just like, or she was probably like, you know, check the seatbelt. You know, they pull yank on a little bit. I mean, you like, know, you've you seen these sexy stews. Yeah, they know what they're doing. With their, uh, with their black nylons. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Usually flight attendants now are like gay dudes. Yeah, mentally unwell or living one's best life. You tell me. He's riding first class. You should be able to do whatever you want up there. Yeah, a little bit of both. You know? Um, all right. What else? In the news. Uh, in the news this week. <laughs> uh, Fuji La vocalist, press, snitching, FBI informant. Did you see that? No. What happened? Uh, and, and the snitch. nurse. Fuji's rapper, Praz, admits he was uh, an informal FBI informant and faces 22 years in prison. That was just something from like yesterday. Uh, I mean. Uh, in the nurse. Come on. When you listen to the Fugees, he does sound like a fed between the three of them. Yeah. Uh, in the song, The Mask. Rattle, 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 but a snake doesn't. <laughs> a snitch. Uh, by the iconic rap group, uh, the Fugees, the trio repeats the lyrics, feds be hawking me, jokers be stalking me. I walk the streets and camouflage my identity. Even though Wyclef said that, right? Uh, boy, those lyrics hit differently now that it's been confirmed. Fuji's MC Praz uh, was an FBI informant. Praz, uh, if Michael, you're a fan Mitchell? of the Fugees, then the lyric "A battle is a battle, but a snake doesn't <laughs> rattle" may hit deeper to you now. Um, Praz testified Tuesday during a federal conspiracy trial, which he uh, said he had decided to do after consulting with my attorneys and the universe. And it was during that testimony consulting that the Fuji La rapper universe. Get out of here. confessed to the startling news that he used to be what the black delegation often affectionately refers to as the ops, albeit in an unofficial capacity. Uh, he admitted that he served as an FBI informant for the U.S., according to Rolling Stone, during China's attempt to extradite dissident Chinese billionaire Guo Wenghui with the help of Malaysian financier Joe Lowe. Joe Lowe? Cholo? Cholo? Groomer? Um, who is currently a fugitive. He added that he voluntarily met with FBI agents on several occasions to discuss Guo and three Americans who were being held hostage in China. I took it upon myself to report because I thought the FBI should know. Um, not only was he a snitch, I don't know, but he was apparently a liaison for the international fugitive. I don't know anything you're reading right now. Yeah, it is kind of a foreign <laughs> language. Um, what is it here? It says something else. Are like you designer? Prazed. <laughs> Are you designer talking to me right now? 
He testified Tuesday that an accused Malaysian embezzler who wanted his picture taken with President Barack Obama in 2012 gave $20 million to an Obama fundraising official to arrange for the photograph. So what he facilitated... This guy paid the 20 mil for a to picture? Prize? Who got that money? Well, it says to Obama or the no, Obama for the picture. administration. I don't know, dude. I don't know. What's Read going it on. again. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, 20 million for a picture? Um, I'll give. It, I'll do it for ten. I'd have got him ten. So if somebody's doing that, why would Praz from the Fugees be your trusted I'm source? So confused by this story, and it is Praz, so I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> if it were Lauren Hill, we'd be shocked. I would be. My eyes would be glued to the screen right now, but I kind of don't care. Hey, fuck it. It's too confusing. Fair enough, dude. Look, I'm not uh, Michael. What are you Anna. bringing Malaysia into this? What's the Stormy Daniels guy's name? Michael Avenatti. Look, I'm not Michael Avenatti. All right, I don't know what's going yeah, on. I with know Pros. you're not. You're not wearing an orange jumpsuit right now, bro. Um, is that right. guy in jail? Yeah, I think so. Nice. Um, keeping Donnie's bunk warm for him. <laughs> 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 All right, while we're just you know something if uh, you know what I've like heard someone saying that if Donald Trump goes to jail which he won't. Yeah. Uh that he would have secret service in jail, wouldn't he? I don't know. A president's never gone to jail, correct? So I don't know how would that would president, like president like always has you have secret service detail for the rest of your life. Right. So he's got like the guy that watches the cell, the guy the guard that stands out front, you know? Yeah. Inside man. Inside it's pros. Pros is going to be guarding the cell. I think that's what we missed in that article. Uh, if I could do a Trump impression right now, I would do the battle as a battle. Snake doesn't rattle <laughs> line as Trump, but I can't do it. Um, a lot of snakes. <laughs> a lot of snakes. <laughs> uh, I saw a thing where it says, uh, it was just a clip. It says Donald Trump gets giddy over Ice Spice yeah. while dissing Kim Kardashian. I, I don't know if he gets giddy. No, but it, everything, fuck the ice He doesn't Spice know who part. she is. Just a beautiful clip up until that. Uh, so he's on some podcast. I don't know what it is. The Full Send podcast. What is that? It's Barstool Sports, guys. Of course. Of course it is. Look, this is, speaks more to, remember I was saying like, say what you want about Donald Trump. He's an abrasive asshole, but the guy knows hearts and minds. He keeps doing these like Barstool Sports podcasts with Dude. these young hip dudes. And it's like, it's just funny. He's, he's funny looking. He is funny. I, like, look at his face in the freeze frame before I click play. You cannot it's funny. freeze frame his face and not laugh. We want to end off with a little rapid fire. We have a couple names. You say oh. one word about them. Oh. Which one do you Elon like? Musk. Smart. Smart. Joe Biden. Dumb. <laughs> Interesting. Kim Kardashian. Disingenuous. Disingenuous. Ice Spice. Who the hell is Ice Spice? <laughs> Ice Spice. <laughs> you know Ice Spice? Like, da-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-
tuckered out. Is that the headline? I don't know. It should be. Is that the wordplay? That it is really good. should be. It's great. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. You read that. I just can't. I swear to God, I haven't. You read that. I swear to God, I haven't. Different places. Nuh-uh. Nuh-uh. You can't triple stamp a double stamp. <laughs> <laughs> no. Search it real quick. Search tuckered out Fox. Just Guarantee. to see. You got the computer in front of you. Yeah, but you got a phone in front of you. So what's <laughs> up? <laughs> tuckered out. Search. New York Post. Top headline. Tucker out. Ryan Seacrest Photoshop. The Dispatch. Tuckered out. Uh, Bloomberg.com. Tuckered out. Ice Spice. Uh, New York Daily News. Tuckered out. Yeah. You're a, you're a, you're a snake, dude. The Advocate. Tuckered out. The Advocate? I just read four of them. Bloomberg. Oh, okay. So I'm Dispatch. a hack. You're a hack. <laughs> like, I didn't steal it. I'm just also a hack. I'm as hacky as the fucking mainstream news. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's a really bad... I think it's a really bad idea for I know. Fox w- news. Where are you going to get your news now? No, I just mean, like, for the network. It's a really stupid... I think it's going to be a really stupid decision. Um, He's the number one viewed show on television. He has three million viewers a, a night. Yeah. Um... You know, people are speculating. I don't think it has anything to do with the Dominion lawsuit, which cost the the network $700 million, apparently. The Dominion, is that like a sexual allegation thing? Dominion is the company who makes the voting machines that several Fox pundits were uh, alleging there was foul play in the 2020 election. Um, Dominion sued the network for defamation. Doesn't Tucker have like a sexual thing against him? Not that I know of. That's usually what will can somebody. Not that I know of, but... What I was reading is that Tucker Carlson sex. This comes on the heels of a former producer of the show filing a lawsuit, which is like the same old shit with Fox News alleging like sexism at the company and whatnot. Um, But that it it really doesn't have to do with the Dominion thing. And I would think like this move is going to lose the company as much money as the Dominion lawsuit lost them. What are we gonna do? I I don't know. I just think it's a, a it's a dumb move. Um, but I'm interested to see what, where, where he goes next. One article says Fox News and hosts sued in sexual harassment suit. Ed Henry, I don't know who that is, is accused of rape. And Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson, and Howard Kurtz are alleged to have committed sexual harassment. Yeah, All harassment, Fox. though, could just be like hey, a Hey, sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> it could be as innocuous as calling someone sweetheart. It could be what uh, Jeff Garland did on the Goldbergs where he's like, my butt pussy hurts or something. <laughs> my pussy hurts. My pussy's itchy. <laughs> <laughs> what did he do? Didn't he just say like, my pussy hurts? I swear to God, that was the whole thing. Somebody itch my pussy! <laughs> uh, Can I do a better Jeff Garland than uh, Trump? Yeah! What the hell is Ice Spice? <laughs> that was awful. <laughs> you jerked off during Passover? Yeah! Yeah! It's yeah. <laughs> not bad. Uh, yeah, no. Um, I don't think he had any of that shit. Really. Hey, Don Lemon, Tucker Carlson. I don't watch these you know, guys. He's, he's so. outed. He's outed for telling the truth, my friend. Well, she was a sweetheart. She was asking for it. I just mean on the network, oh. <laughs> <laughs> on his show. Um, for the past couple of years, he has like had no significant advertisers on his on his show. Doesn't need him, dude. Um, you can't buy the truth. He really doesn't because his viewership is so strong. Yeah. So I don't know. I just I think it's a bad move. Um, he was like the only dude in the mainstream media who was like uh, really relentlessly critical of things like the lockdown, the vaccine, the adverse effects of the vaccine, the Not mandates no of the vaccine, the Ukraine war. 
um, the current American occupation of Syria, January 6th, and the establishment's so, kind of false and hyperbolic depiction But it's of his it. own people that got rid of him, right? It's not like some was Rupert democratic Murdoch. ploy, is it? It was Rupert Murdoch. Who's and the Rupert Murdoch, is, Murdoch the, is the owner of Fox. Australian billionaire who owns Fox News. All right, so he sent it up the, the flagpole. You know, it's like his boss fired him. I don't know what's weird about that. Like, isn't that his? It's weird that they would fire the guy who has who gets three million viewers a night. He's the most viewed uh, show on television. What did Don Lemon get canned for? I don't know. People are speculating it has to do with the whole controversy from a few months ago, where Nikki Haley announced she was running for president, and he Never said that her. she was past her prime, and she's Ooh. only she's only like fifty something. Yeah. Uh, and then his two co-hosts went like, what do you mean? That's assault, brother. Past her prime. And then he doubled down and was like, Google. she's old. She's an old hag. He was saying like, no that one's voting for this ragged bitch. If you look it up, a, a woman is in her prime in her 20s and her 30s. Look, I'm not saying this. Right. If you Google it, Google when is a woman in her prime, which is funny because now if the you Google bosom it, starts sagging. <laughs> I didn't make the rules. Now, if you Google it, all you find is, is articles about Don Lemon. Yeah. Um, God bless. It's also just silly because he was campaigning for Hillary Clinton, who is older than Nikki Haley. He's past her prime. Right. Hypocrite much? It's just dumb. Um, it's just uh, putting the foot in the proverbial mouth. Um, well, let's see who, who we're <laughs> putting, putting in the proverbial ground this week. Putting the proverbial foot in the proverbial mouth. Let's proverbially move on. Um, let us. It's getting late already. Look let at us this. move on with this. Look at this. And, and, Who's dead? And perhaps let's Look at this. let's post something up. Look at this. Who died? Somebody died. Now we're pouring one up in their memory. True Goy the Dove again. Did another guy from Daylight die? No. Did uh, somebody who sells steaks die? <laughs> Trump steaks. Last week, uh, we said goodbye to the jazz icon, Ahmad Jamal. Oh, shit. Whose piano can be heard in the background, sampled by Jay Dilla on De La Soul's Steaks is High. Um, dead at 92. It was time. Um, born Frederick Russell Jones. Freddie Russ. Ahmad Jamal learned the piano young and was playing professionally by his early teens. Jamal's spare minimalist style was influential on other jazz musicians, notably Miles Davis, whom uh, I learned of Ahmad Jamal through uh, Miles' autobiography. Jamal was named an American jazz master was honored by the Kennedy Center for Performing Arts. Designer named Jizzmaster of American <laughs> Airlines. <laughs> um, in 2017, he was honored with a Grammy Lifetime Achievement. Fucking on your Grammy. Award. Yeah, Jamal rules. Um, I sent you a few samples. Okay, should I pause this that are, one? That are based on Ahmad Jamal. Yes. All right, let's see this, what else you got. Uh, this... this Stakes is high right here, sampled Swahili land. Am I on the right link? And uh, now this is uh, 
what's the song with Benny the Butcher and um, West Side Gun? Mm, what is this? It's right above Headlines. Is that what it's called? It's called Headlines. Oh, they don't make it easy to DJ Premier. Oh, okay. I'm just dumb. Got it. You're dumb. I don't beef on the internet, I approach you. I ain't shooting five with a nigga, I gotta smoke you. My dog said it's brr, just like that was him. The uh, brr, was music. This shit he can pop his toast to. Facts. Splash. Splash. Facts. Uh, I don't know what this song is, but I love it. God, these guys rule. These Griselda guys really took over the game in my life. Pistol in your mouth like a root canal. <laughs> Pistol in your mouth. That's a Blakey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like uh, I like Kanye the Butcher a lot. And He's Conway. One of my favorites. West Side Gun really doesn't do it. West Side Gun me. was the first one I heard of, and yes. when I first heard him, I was like, okay, fresh, dope, love it. But it wore thin faster wore than anything thin. else. Benny the Butcher and Conway too, but Benny is like, like the reinvention of lyrical gangster rap. It's so patterned. The bars are so good, but it's so, he can say Blakey, dude. He knows what Riz is. He gets plenty of <laughs> Japanese cootie. He um, is so cool. <laughs> I think Benny the Butcher is like top five currently. Oh, no question. He rules. And Conway is not far behind him. Yeah. Uh, let's hear the Ahmad Jamal okay. sample. Ooh. Yeah, you speed that. Ooh. That string up. Sex. Mmm. Vaseline jars. <laughs> <laughs> Chef Faparones in the back. Mm. Uh, all right, so there's another example. Yeah, play the Ahmad one first. Okay, good call. Here's Ahmad Jamal from Pastures. Oh, dude. This is classic stuff right here. I mean, that's all you need. Not, yep. play, not play Jay-Z. Oh, you know what? No. Bitch ass. You can speak Spotify, feeling it, Jay Z. Yeah, Everyone's like, uh, it. so you can just hear it there, yeah. Ooh, feeling it, feeling it, shabba dabba dabba rootle little feeling it. La 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 la. If you're feeling it, put a hand in the sky. Who's the lady on this? Nobody I know. Is it not? If you feel it, throw your hands in the sky. Yeah, those are Ahmad's keys. If you feel me, put an L in the sky now. <laughs> that was designer to the flight attendant. Close your eyes and feel this dick. Um, One Mecca. More? Her name is Mecca. Mecca like a high Mecca. Hi me, hi me, ho. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and this one could be my favorite of these three. Ahmad Jamal, Ghetto Child. Ahmad Jamal playing like playing a Rhodes. Oh my God. That is fresh. I just got chills down my spine. Alright, now show the people what the genius Kanye West did with this. Genius. They say what's happening, we say the facts and then they mm. lie. We coming back for them, 
Fuck. That's a good beat. Yeah. I love this album in high school when it came out. Classic. Yeah. The the Common B album was like nonstop rotation in the old Ford ZX2 whip. Bunch of Dilla, bunch of classic Kanye West. This era of Kanye West is just unbeatable. Yeah. Ahmad Jamal, you were a legend. Ahmad Jamal was funky. We hardly knew ye. We hardly knew ye. Ahmad Jamal, we hardly knew ye. Here's a shatola for you. Blam. Jameson is yummy. Yes, it is. All right. I can't tell you how many times I go... And like re-record something or just listen to other takes because one word isn't quite with the upward inflection. And I don't like that I said it, you know, like even if I were, if, if yeah. the line were fucking on your mother. And I was like, ecumen, I'll be fucking on your mother. And then I'll do another one and I'll be like, ecumen, I'll be fucking on your mother. Like I'll, I'll, I'll be like, what's harder? No, 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 no. What's better is the ecumen, I'll like, be fucking on your mother. Fucking on your mother. I've been doing it wrong the whole time. Yeah, bro. Anyways, I, it really does just kind of. It could be a good thing. Maybe I should stop overthinking so much. Like, perfection of the inflection. Yeah, no shit. I think it's worth it, dude. <laughs> I think it sounds better when I find the right little little pocket. Speaking of little pockets. We said goodbye, April 22nd, to Barry Humphreys, also known as DJ Little Pockets. What, what was the little pockets like? I don't know. <laughs> oh, you meant to say proverbial pockets. The little proverbial pockets. <laughs> uh, drag persona Dame Edna. Oh, his bussy was a little pocket right. for your wiener. Where's uh, ladies' clothes? They have littler pockets than men's clothes. Right, like the lead dungarees, fifth pocket. I like to go. I like to think. Well, pocket within a pocket. <laughs> the bussy. <laughs> We're going bussy pocket. Fucking on your bussy. Dragging the line. Dame Edna was Humphrey's most enduring creation. A warbling housewife never seen without her lavender. How do you, how do you say this? What's that? C O I F F U R E. C O I F F. Chauffeur? <laughs> never seen without her lavender chauffeur <laughs> and her extravagant rhinestone glasses. Uh, greeting audiences with Hello, possums! Dame Edna tossed gladiola stalks while keeping them in stitches with backhanded compliments. Kofir. Kofir. A person's hairstyle. Typically uh, an elaborate one. Yeah, like this. Dragon the line. Dragon the line. Song rules. Dragon the line. Is this in Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead? Haven't seen that in a minute. I feel fine. Died of 89 complications from a hip surgery. 89 complications? That's a lot of complications. My grandma died of uh, hip surgery complications. So this hits home. You think Spence ever saw Dame Edna spread her cheeks? I don't know. Spencer, comment. (laughs) (laughs) She died of complications. Drag queens are dropping like flies, bro. Uh, Tagging on. Caitlyn Jenner's mom. Dragging on. Dragging on. Esther Jenna. 
Esther? Uh, Esther. Do you pronounce the TH with the name <laughs> Esther? Third. She was a third generation S third. <laughs> Esther? But there's an H. Whatever. Who cares? Caitlyn Jenner's mom is dead. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner's transition finally killed his mom. <laughs> his mom. <laughs> um, damn. I didn't think of a song for this one. Slipping, dude. Yeah, I know. You slipped. Got caught slipping. All right. Oh, uh, I brought this. This is the little hand, the hand farter. I, I brought it on tour, and the only show I used it was that glass cactus one. I was like, I'm eating up set time. I don't feel like doing this. Now the senior citizens in Hawaiian shirts loved it. <laughs> Moving along. Oh, we didn't we didn't mention how there was a. They didn't give us a, a break on food. No, no, a discount. But we were like, fuck it, we'll still buy your food. And they're like, yeah, well, it's like all the way across the Gaylord, so you got to go like pick it up yourself. That's right. I was I was informed that the manager guy would like bring us the food we ordered from the restaurant. Uh, we didn't get any of that, but they were having like a private event on the balcony with food that wasn't for us. Right. Term, term s- s- snaked in there. <laughs> I pulled got a, us some salmon. Pulled a jack move. Yeah, if they don't give you dinner, just steal it. Simple as that. Speaking of light-skinned dudes with their brains blown out, we said goodbye at the age of 102 to legendary cartoonist Al Jaffe. Um, here's, here's what he did. Beloved by generations of Mad Magazine readers for features including his iconic fold-in drawings. Oh, nice. On the back cover. That was Al Jaffe. Gotcha. I used to fucking love the fold-in Mad Magazine back covers. So was you? he a... What, well, a what was it a light-skinned guy with his brains blown out, or was that another proverbial? It was proverbial. It was not a segue. <laughs> Died at the New York City Hospital of brains getting blown out at the age of 102. Blowing all your brains out. Uh, yeah, he was he was pulling a who ride. <laughs> Riz. <laughs> Cootie. Yeah. <laughs> he rizzed up so hard that they left him dripping. Uh, the fold-in was one of the most popular of Jaffe's creations for Mad Magazine, a reversal of the three-page fold-outs that were popular in mid-century magazines from Playboy to Nat Geo. Instead of revealing a larger image by folding out the page, Jaffe had readers crease the page accordion style to create a new image by obscuring part of the full page illustration. Crease. I used to love that shit. My mom used to take me to the grocery store every weekend while she would do the shopping for the fam, and I would hang out in the magazine aisle. Yeah. And I would read uh, Mad Magazine and Cracked. Remember Cracked? Yeah. Magazine and I would look for it in the stores. Skateboard. Mad and cracked. That's all I was looking for in the magazine aisle. Mom, let me get this one. Metal Edge. I used to read like metal magazines. Um and like skateboarder and whatnot. But yeah, Mad Magazine. It used to be the shit. Loved it. You don't have anything to say. <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll move along. Move along. I don't have anything to say about this lady, but April Stevens, one of the two singers on the number one hit from the 60s, Deep Purple. I thought that was a band. Yeah, the singer Deep Purple died. Oh. Purple fall. 
I just like the song. Deeper than the color purple. Stevens began recording as a solo artist in the 1950s, having several hit singles, including I'm in Love Again, Give Me a Little Kiss, Will Ya, Huh? And Teach Me Tiger. That's the whole name of the song. Give Me a Little Kiss, Will Ya, Huh? And they was fired from Fox shortly after the release of Give Me a Little Kiss, Will Ya, Huh? <laughs> Stevens teamed up with her younger brother, who took on the stage name Nino Tempo. Her brother's as, name was Nino. As April and Nino, they scored a number one hit in 1963 with a cover of the pop standard Deep Purple. I don't really like this. I don't like their, their this harmonies. I don't like their voices. It sounds like I'm being possessed. Damn, bro, you're gay. Now she's going to do that thing where you talk. I'm on probation and I'm fucking with some Asians. Okay. I just like the song. All right, last one. 14-year-old rapper shot and killed. Saw that one, actually. We said goodbye this week to Lil Ronald. Said not dying the heart, declining to her ways. Well, not a stray. It doesn't sound 14. Got a lower voice than me. Many strong men have been strong men. Are we sure this is the same little Ronald? I was more of a bad Ronald guy. Let me tell you about him. Not 14. We have this the wrong little Ronald. Come on, dude. We have to. That was big Ronald. Shorty Mob. Let's see if we can find anything on the YouTubes. No, I think it's one of those things where like a kid died. You know, and then they were like aspiring rapper because they had some SoundCloud music or something. It's not like they were. Nobody was really yeah, familiar so with this Yeah, where's guy. his fucking SoundCloud? I want to hear Fair it. Fair enough. What's funny is every, I mean, is it funny? Every picture that they use for him or any, anything where they talk about him being killed, they use this same picture of him throwing up a gang sign with a gun tucked in his waist. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's the mainstream media for you. That's what they want you to think of this 14-year-old boy. Yeah. Trying to smear my dude. He was a little gangster. Um, okay. Can't stop doing that. <laughs> All right, here's Right or Wrong by Lil Ronald. Sheesh. He was a pianist. <laughs> Heavily inspired by Ahmad Jamal, this guy. And any second now. Young Drip got the gravy. Splash. <laughs> yeah, he had the riz. It's unfortunate. He got lots of Japanese cootie. He was rizzing. <laughs> well, we hardly knew ye. Where's your glass? We can do one more. Yeah, pull up, dog. Where's your glass? What'd you do? He shoved it up his ass. <laughs> I hugged the. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, Shut the Christmas fuck night. up! You <laughs> bastard! I don't hate it. I just don't like it at all. And it's terrible. Uh, Alright. And you know what? I hit this uncomfortable shot of glass. Up my ass. Up my ass. <laughs> Aaron Carter hit the purple glass cactus up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, <clears throat> and remember, too, we were driving. I'm going to pour this one extra fat because when we were driving, I think we saw, saw a dead guy when we were on tour. Remember oh, that? Yeah. It's like we're running late for the show. We can't. There's no time for humanity. We're not going to stop and see if this man's breathing. Well, someone had pulled off and was checking That's out. what gave it. It's like, what's this guy doing pulling off on the highway and getting out of his car? And then we realized he's walking back. And we're like, you know, he our heads like, go like, like poking we, a body with a stick. We flew by it so fast, but it was clear that he saw what we didn't, which was a guy laying lifeless face down, uh, you know, under an underpass overpass and uh, under an overpass. Or was he over? <laughs> an under? Um, so this guy, yeah, he, he thought he saw a dead guy yeah. and he might have like we just we flew by it so fast, but it was clear that people were like pulling off to like Not see if this guy was, yeah, alive or dead. Right. So uh, we don't know much about him, but he's getting some drips in this glass, too. Young Gravy got the drip like water, and I'm fucking on your daughter. Nice. <laughs> Good freestyle, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's not fat enough, dude. This is not fat for that presumed dead man in Texas. It's going to be a big one, you guys. We're going to do a biggie? Fucking then, right. Fuck <laughs> the big ones. Uh, all right. Let's drink this. And let's do a couple of fuck, fuck fan questions. All right. Screw, screw. It's time for fan questions. Splash. Fan questions. report. Ah, all right. Let's do a question. Oh, what's up? I was finishing the episode at 2 a.m. I was just pissing and looking at my dick. Was this um guy? Was this designer? I don't know how hairy y'all are. I feel like X. Maybe a little hairier, but... A lot hairier. Why is it so soft? What's going on? I'm blaming the caller. I'm blaming the caller. You ever get hairs up your shaft? And like at the base of your shafted balls? I get some hairs sometimes that like grow that. sideways in the skin. And it's just like month plus waiting game of watching this hair grow until a little bit finally sticks out of this. You got hair veins? That it is. He's got hair for veins running up his girthy dong. Like in your urethra? You're watching hair grow w- under the skin of your cock? Do I follow this correctly or did I make that up? So satisfying. <clears throat> That's okay. it? Right. Some guys, I'd like to it? apologize for the call. Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't believe this is some guy. This is not one. Of I know f- his area code. One this of ain't our it. four callers. That ain't it. Huh? Who's like, I got nothing this week. So, so is your dick got hair on it, uh, or are you still a baby? Uh, okay, my dick has hairs. That's <laughs> what I'll call with. So, Akpri has more cock hairs than Term has cock hairs. You guys ever get hair in your cock? <laughs> Come on, dude, do better. <laughs> and yeah, my shaft is like a fucking Amazon rainforest. Just yeah, no jungle pube. Um. I think every young man has some insecurity about that. Hairs actually sprout out of the the hole like of my dickhead, like it's the fucking spores things in right. Last of Us. Like it's a like a vase, yeah, holding hairy flowers. Yeah, it's like if I dock another guy, he's infected. <laughs> he gets the zombie stuff. Yeah. Um, no, but I think every young man has to like learn from their friends that like it's natural to have hair on the shaft of your cock. From their friends, I just learned when I got it. <laughs> yeah but you learn learn that it's normal by saying it to your friends like you know finding out that your friends man i had a period in a uh, middle school not i had by, my first period not in by school. combing your friends's shaft hairs 
guys who got mustaches before me, like 13-year-old kids, guys, Yeah, I was like seriously like jealous. I would ask them. I was like, how did you get that? Like, I want a, I want a mustache. Where did you buy that? Yeah. <laughs> was that Spencer Gifts? I like, I remember it was like something that, you know, other guys were maturing, you know, they hit puberty before me. So I right. didn't have pubes and armpit hair and certainly not like mustache stubble, which our, sort of comes with after you start shaving. Like I hadn't friend, started shaving uh, until high school. High school. Our friend Zach's had a beard since freshman year. Yeah, yeah. Like, a, it was just like, like an actual beard. I was always fascinated with that as a young, I was like, what do you, how'd you do that? But anyways, the tables are turned, dude. I'm just more of a man than you. Now I can't. You're just, a bitch. Now I can't get uh, you know a hairless part of my whole body back. Hair, chest, hair, face, hair. It's really gross. Shaft, hair. Uh, don't be nervous. You got this. Shut your mouth. Just kidding. Uh, Acumenal. I'm not. We're all expecting a love song for Rosie. Uh, Melina Rosie. Rosie. When's this? When's the love rap coming out, bubs? It'll be fat. It'll be nice. It'll be like, yo, love my chick. Yeah, see the shit. Yeah, see <laughs> Something cool like that, you know? Right, can anyway, I have that? You guys, smooches. I don't like this guy's energy. I don't get it. Uh, so, actually, there was a song. It wasn't our song. It was a feature. It was a song called On and Off. Remember that? It no. was by uh <laughs> You don't remember that? Yeah, I do. It had a light switch as the artwork. Yeah, that one. It was called On and Off. It was by a dude named uh, Zane, FTK, something like that. Something like Good that. Good fella. Oh, day. Um, and my verse in that was, I, I really like that verse, but it was largely inspired by my girl then, who's still my girl now. Right. Um, Isn't uh, Bottom Line inspired by like the early stages of your sort relationship? Sort of, but I, that was also inspired by like other failed relationships, because Bottom Line isn't like a song about a relationship working. It was right. more about like the uh, the ones that, not, not the ones that got away. It was like the, all the times that I fucked up anything dating any girl it was like i was too busy smoking weed and fucking studying rap lyrics to invest emotionally in this and that's why she's gone and it wasn't uh no i would say that that might have had some like inspirations from my you're relationship saying, uh, now but you're no. saying you chose bars over the proverbial cootie yes Yes. I chose Riz over Cootie. <laughs> I still don't know what they mean. No, he chose uh, anything gotta, over Riz. Yeah, no bodies for old Ack. Um, I actually have a song right now that is unrecorded, and it's not even finished. Uh, it, it is that. It's the song you're asking about. It's like a song that's very inspired by my life as it is now and my relationship as it is now. And I was going to make an acumental joint that was kind of like that. But it's such a fine line. It's such a tricky subject because it could be dope, could be corny, could be Robin Thicke Paula. You know what I mean? Yeah. Could be like, uh, all right, this is gay. We don't like this. Yeah, I, don't, I try not to. Force. But I don't think it is, and and it's not forced. Like I, the song is a uh, something that like came naturally, and I'm kind of like four bars shy of having lyrics locked for it but every time you know the more time you spend with something the more you second guess it and you want to rewrite and all that yep. when you start doing that about something that's like really personal and stuff it's like ah it might be easier to just leave this one alone or if i do put it out i don't want it to just be like gay or chance the rapper like i love my wife i love my wife i don't want to be that i don't want to be that so i do want to love my wife but i don't want it to reflect so clear as day in my in my song lyrics or something what, but, what were you saying that like uh, I, I think I was saying that like a guy who was making fun of Chance when his album came out. 
Remember there was a video that was like, this is the Chance album in 10 seconds. You're saying it like, oh, I love my wife. Eric Roberts talking about his thumb in Pope of Greenwich Village. <laughs> <laughs> they took my thumb. And I'm loving I on love my, my wife. I'm loving on my wifey. Um, but no, I might finish it. Wifey. It wasn't just, it wasn't just a song like, I love my girlfriend. It was like, uh, it's a song like, uh, you know, don't forget uh, your yuck blessings, for lack um, of a better word. Like, life is good. Stop yeah, worrying like, about everything when life is pretty good. Look at your life. It's good. Was something like, don't forget who be the ultimate. <laughs> Seven Maddie be forever holding it down from January to December. Don't, don't forget, forget. Remember. remember. Don't forget. Remember. Don't forget. Remember. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you might. I mean, we've been together a while. We're going to be together a while. So uh, you'll you'll hear more. Molina Rosie influenced right. material. My girlfriend's Hopefully been like, it's not corny as shit. Uh, she's she's done that thing before. Like, Why don't you ever write about me? Yeah, and Matt I, wrote a lyric about her. Why don't you write about me? In one, one way or another, she doesn't sound like that for the record. Exactly <laughs> like that. And it's like you write about. Me? I don't know because I I don't ever like sit down uh, with a directive to write about a certain thing. Right. Usually when I do, it feels forced, especially like a relationship. It's like I'm doing yeah. homework for the relationship. The beat, by the way, that I was working with for this sort of like asks for it. It's like kind of poppy and upbeat. And I was like, yeah, this is kind of one of those relationship song yeah. vibes. It's gotta, Maybe let's try that. It's got to come naturally. But yeah, the more I look back at it, uh, I, want it to, I want it to be it like a crack addict. Look back at it like a crack addict. Like a crack addict. Uh, um, but yeah, I'll, I'll probably finish it. And even if I never release it, I think I'll still like record it. You know, I will put my best foot forward and try and make the art, and then I'll judge it. I'll judge if it feels forced or whatever, or if I really like, uh, you know, the output what I what I create out of it. But we'll see. And and if I don't, she already has one, dude. She already has the on and off first. That was her. Yeah, uh, our biggest song to date. <laughs> um, here is one more thing, I guess. And I'll see. Maybe I can find the fucking lyrics to that one. Bitch suck dick. Bitch ride the dick like a biker. <laughs> uh, Young Gravy, thank you for calling. Hell yeah, dude, he listens. I ride dick like a biker. Riding dick just like a just biker. Just like a biker. They don't, they don't have that on the internet here. What is it called? On and off. It's on Spotify, I got it. No, I was just trying to read the lyrics. I don't want to like do hear look? my voice. That is a nightmare. What are you gay? Yeah. Dude, my first kind of rules on this. Peep game. Peep the fucking game. Hi, girl, she a size queen. Eyes blurred from the visine. Purple and lime green. Eyes blurred from the visine. A heavyweight in the prize ring. A Jesse James on a crime spree. Whichever way you define me is just fine. Please, you a dime piece. Long nights at the Waldorf. All mine and I'm all yours. I like that rhyme a lot. I've never been to the Waldorf, but pretty good stuff and liar wish i could cancel my fall tour just to wind the back of your arms girl i need your love so girl, let's see what's girl. up with that arrow cupid a paratrooper is going down casanova brown and i'm gary cooper paratrooper is going down casanova brown and i'm gary cooper come on dude ask your grandpa about that one <laughs> i will gramps loves gary cooper I'll be the one to listen if you want to talk or feel something missing. I'm in love with your humbleness, so if you need someone to roll another swish, I'm Kareem with the hook. Off and L on the L, reading the book. If you need someone to roll another swish, I'm Kareem with the hook. Dude, a finger roll swish basketball reference. Yeah, why'd you give this guy your this verse? 
I'm on the L, off an L, reading a book. God, I used to be good at this. Why do we put our best verses not on our albums? Now I feel like a king and a god. And how could I not? It's obvious I got the queen on my side. Let's ride. Let's ride. Thank you, caller. Just recycle that on our next album. Yeah, dude, can I, I'm just going to remake that song on another beat. <laughs> That's a good verse. Uh, all right, you guys. Where's the goddamn thing? Where's the goddamn thingy? Uh... We did it, uh, uh, but we're not done doing it. We're going over to Patreon. Got lots more to talk about. Do we? We're gonna have to. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, tbsportspodcast at gmail.com, 708-797-3079. Please. Oh yeah. Give us a call. I'll tell you about my morning. It was crazy. Something tells me your morning wasn't crazy <laughs> and might bore me. <laughs> no, I. Uh, you ever have like two? little space on your computer to even delete a file i know did you know that's possible i don't know what that <laughs> means i almost threw my laptop out the window today you got a media what manager does shit. that mean not I, enough space to delete a file eat shit and die you <laughs> fucking idiot laptop i'll kill everybody man so that was my morning term mad at electronics is like it's murderous rage. It's the bane of my existence nothing yeah. gets me more upset than electronics and it's a daily basis either yeah. my phone or my computer on a daily basis or my car it's not good makes me want to kill my phone or my computer or my car you should play more video games dude kill zombies in last of us download hmm. doom and you should use electronics more yeah <laughs> yeah, but like electronics that put a digital gun in your hand to shoot mutants, dude. That's what you need. No, but the mutants are going to shoot me, and then I'm going to be like, Argh! You will die a lot, <laughs> and you will be very mad. And others will <laughs> die um, at my wrath. By uh, my wrath? From my wrath? Yeah. Dying by my wrath. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com slash Palmer Squares. Get over there if you haven't yet. Uh, for many reasons. You get a merch discount. You get a whole years-long back catalog of extra bonus shit we did. You get like over a dozen hours of the exclusive podcast stuff since we switched it over there. Um, since we switched it. So every week there's just more and more stuff to go back when you do sign up. And when we get to 300, we're not far from it, you guys. We're like less than 10 patrons away. And when we get past 300 patrons, the current goal, we're going to drop a new one-take rap. So New one-take. Help the world hear our music while supporting us directly. Please, thank you. Yes. Or uh, suppress our music forever by unsubscribing. Yeah, if we don't get eight more <laughs> subs, dude, no one's hearing it. <laughs> We're not putting it out. That's the deal. No, I'm not releasing that. You come over here. <laughs> People don't know what that reference is. Someone, Can't stop making it. One guy might know it, maybe. <laughs> get over here. I'm going to stab, stab you. <laughs> no, I'm not going over there. Dude, we could totally outrun him. <laughs> so funny. The best. Uh, but yeah, patreon.com slash Palmer Squares is the place to be, and it's where we're going in a few short moments. Um, merchandise, palmersquares.com slash shop. Get it. And uh, bishoprecords.com for the Planet of the Shapes vinyl. We ran out of the ones we had on hand at those shows. Yeah. So currently, the only place you can get them no, I have, is uh, online. I had one box at home that I could have also brought. Oh, well, that's I, great. I, I fucked So this. you cost us all that money. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks. Um, what else? Uh, fan like, mail. Okay. Oh, the Palmer Squares. P.O. Box. Dude, you brought a box and we didn't open it. Oh my God, we did and I didn't. Fuck. All right. I mean, I did and we didn't. <laughs> also, gonna... fucking uh, like fingerboard guy from Chicago came to the show, gave us those cool decks. Yeah. DM'd me two weeks ago 
saying that there would be a new fingerboard setup. Maybe that's what's in that giant box in out the there. PO box. Oh my god, do you think it's like it's a like a four foot long box? I hope it's <laughs> full of fingerboard shit. Uh, yeah, I've checked many times in the past Dog, two weeks. Still we actually nothing. we can't end the episode without mentioning we we shouted out Bad Fish. It was a fun run, but two player dope guys from uh, Austin, Texas, uh, brothers, Bonesaw and Hogue. And we were sharing green rooms with these guys. The homies. And Hogue was instantly fascinated. Like, what are, you, what are those? What are you doing? We're instantly. Like, and he really, like, took to it. Like, impressively became instantly. I believed him, yo. This is you how know? much he took to he it. He was really interested in fingerboarding. And he was trying to learn ollies. And I was trying to teach him. And he was doing ollies. Fourth show of the run in their home city of Austin, Texas. Oh, night two, he ordered one online. It got to his house by the fourth show, and by the fifth show, he had it on him set up. Yeah, he kept the thing on him by the time we were in Austin, dude. No, and I was no like, quicker way to the Palmer Square's heart. Seriously, like it, like I can't express how fucking cool I think that is. I was just like another grown man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he didn't grow up skateboarding. He didn't grow up playing with fingerboards in middle school on textbooks like we did. Right. And he was just like, "That looks fun. What's up with that?" <laughs> he fucking bought one, put it together himself, and had it like before the five night run was over. We were fingerboarding together. Fuck yeah. Shout out to player. Hogwarts, uh, third Palmer Square forever. For <laughs> yeah, life. dude. I hope we see those fellers again real soon. Um, uh, what else? Did I say? Yeah, P.O. Box uh, 47772, Chicago, Illinois. 60647. Send us your shit in a box. Send us shit in a box. Yeah, send us anything. <laughs> so I, not am, I am no spring chicken. Constantly. <laughs> sending me your colo guard. Parking and going into this post office just to open this box Ooh. to see nothing looking back at me. Nada. Um, and then slamming it and going, dang it. Slammed. Uh, what else? What else? Oh, right. We're playing a set at Moonrunners. It's going down. I believe that's May 6th. Late at night. Catch us opening up for Escape from the Zoo changing that in my notes oh cleveland june 4th and then something i forgot when i was like we don't have any shows at all we are playing a very special show in baltimore august 25th with wax and jarve we played it what was it last year the show it was jarve wasn't there last year but grilled lincoln's and the grilled lincoln's um super fun last year and uh the tickets just went on sale for that last week so if you didn't know that and you're a baltimore based yes uh, home skillet Go to. I don't, they're not. On, are they on our website? I'll or? throw them up there if they're not. Yeah, we'll get them on our website. But uh, I Baltimore. Done that already. It doesn't get better than that. Us, Jarve, and Wax, uh, August twenty fifth. So that one's a little ways out, but you, you can know get what? your tickets early. They are on our site. I already did this. I Way know to go, dude! Hell yeah! I did do this. My dog. That's um, my dog. So yeah, uh, we also did a song and video, both out now, with our Austin brethren, Ben Buck. Ben Buck beatbox. <laughs> he put out the video today slash Monday um, this week. So watch the Pedalin remix video. Stream it if you haven't already. Or just listen to it right now. Find it in the Smoochie Gang playlist on Spotify. It's called Pedalin. The keep, remix. Keep on pedaling now. <laughs> keep on pedaling, yo. Um, ben Buck featuring Palmer Squares. Pedalin remix. Not to be confused with Ben Buck pedaling. Also a song not remixed by us out yes. now. Not Listen to, be, to them both. Not to be confused with the Dalai Lama's pedoing. <laughs> and uh, besides that, we're going to see you guys on Patreon in two shakes of the proverbial yeah. lamb's tail. Kill Whitey. Kill Whitey. Y'all ain't gonna do shit. They're nothing but a new sense. Don't ask about opinions if you didn't want my two cents. Beginning in the fall thing, quite regular, y'all. I hear the ring and then.
and I ignore my cellular Check it, it's always talent first to build fall Never really measured up, but still it's getting real Couldn't even get the severance, clever as feathering Only focus on the betterment of cultured elements Yeah, my lungs charred from the LMs. Fuck a parliament, a charlatan, I'm gone again Skip me a single, solitary second The really settling, most times really I like it It's unsettling, I hate to have to hassle bookers for the settlement Keep on peddling, y'all Don't need the props of the medals pin So we keep on peddling Can't pay the rent by that measurement So we keep on peddling as fuck, no sensitive stuff, these birds flocking together, I got feathers to pluck, I wouldn't recommend pressing your luck, always kept it a buck, like Benjamin, you know I'm sending it up, seventh circle of hell to the heavens above, what good is anything when everything is never enough, voted the president of argumentative club, moving pounds by the ounce, like a measuring cup, yeah, like Jordan Poole, I'm a warrior, like Jordan Peele with the horror movie storyboard, find me at the Source awards, starting border wars. About to cop another 40 at the corner store. Uh, before the board, like the Corsi Ward. Plead my case, order, order in the court. Force majeure, I'm a cat for storm. Stuff a rapper in a casket and latch the door. We top run, C spot run, blood clot, sitting shotgun with a shotgun. Pump shot, front knot. Never burden a beast. Leave you looking like you allergic to bees. And you got stung by not one, but a plethora. Less is more. I'll be sliding on the track like a dresser drawer. Rap to pay the bills. Fuck the 9 to 5. Doing 95. And I lied when I said I'm fine to drive Austin. I'm here to get weird as shit. Need a beer to sip while I steer the ship. You could hear a blip on the radar, but I'm under that. I'll be drunk for the apocalypse, so call me Thundercat. Uh, stupid nice extra chromosome. I won't atone for my sins, I'm finna hold my own. Do your eyes, see through the lies, who decides? Roshan Bolden, screw you guys, I'm going home. I could, could keep on pedaling. I could, could, couldn't hit it sideways. Yeah.